0: listening no you're listening to the buns.com podcast network <laughs> buns 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 hello lovers welcome to you got to love it the show where you tell us and the rest of the world the things that you love that we might have missed the show where you can come to discover the best things you never knew existed And the show where you can force us to sit through the worst entertainment you can find and say, well, you got to love it. I almost forgot at that time.
1: Mm. It's been a minute,
0: a little bit of a break. My name is Koji. I am a part-time, what did I do? Cuphead player and full-time still not owning a classic car or yeah, Mm. I'm kind of disappointed by it. And uh, with me, as always, is my good friend and bike rider, Andrew Patterson.
1: What's up? Cyclist I did cycle here I regret I'm feeling better now I can feel my fingers It was warm this morning When I rode to the opposite end of the city But riding across the city To the opposite opposite end of the city yeah. Was very very cold Also oh, also, I almost got car doored For like the first time ever This guy had stopped in the bike lane At like Bloor and Young basically Yeah And he had his four ways on And he nobody wasn't moving and he just happened to be stopped like parallel to a alley Mm -hmm. That was on the other side of the street and a truck was waiting to turn So basically they were causing a traffic jam just because this guy instead of just like pulling off to a side street Decided to just stop stop there and nobody was moving And I, I, I was like like 100 meters away and between 100 meters in there I slowed down Almost to a stop, and when I saw that, like, no, nothing was happening, like, they were just sitting there, nobody was moving, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, like, go in between the lanes here, like, in the space, which, you know, is is not the best move, but also seemed perfectly safe at the time, because I wasn't doing it recklessly, and when I was probably just passing his rear bumper, dude just opens his door, completely blocking the lane, and I have um, clipless shoes, like, clipless pedals, yeah, so... Yeah. I was clipped in and I wasn't at a point in my revolution where it was easy. And I swore loudly, not even at him, like not out of anger. I just was like, I thought for sure I was going to smash into one of the cars, just fall over. So I I screamed fuck. And I was able to like backpedal a full revolution and clip out. And uh, he was so ignorant. He just like, like had his door open all the way and just slowly got out of the car and didn't even look surprised. He just looked directly at me. And I was like glaring at him in a way where, like, you know, you'd see most cyclists in Toronto would probably just be screaming at this guy. And yeah. I was just like, I was upset, but I was like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, like, and he just looked at me with in utter indifference, like as if he, if, if he had hurt me, like he would not have given two shits. And he just shouldered past me. He didn't even like, he just looked, made eye contact, just walked right past me. And I was just like, I didn't even know really how to handle it like I you know I probably should have been like hey you know just like be more careful and I looked to my left right through the passenger window of the car that was beside me yeah and the woman was just like aghast she was just like staring like even more startled than I was and I was just like wow that was like harrowing it was harrowing like yeah it was it I I have friends that have gotten in pretty serious car door accidents and uh I try to ride pretty safe but it was just annoying because I had intentionally slowed down almost to like a rolling stop, you know? Like I was just like, well, I guess this guy's not going to open his door. He's just been sitting here for a while. And then he, you know, he chose like the last possible second. And then instead of just being like, he didn't even say watch where you're going. It was he didn't even give me a negative. It wasn't, you know, it just was nothing. And I was just like, fuck you, man. Like,
0: it's crazy. Always check your, your mirrors before you get out. Yeah.
1: It's just the, anyway, whatever. It's fine. I made it here in one piece and, uh, let us get let's get to it. Aren't
0: you aren't you glad you made it here in one piece so that we can talk about these fine, fine films? Yeah. Uh sort well, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. week we have uh the hidden gem, Ingrid Goes West, and the You Gotta Love It uh Geostorm. Uh, like we do, we'll start with the Hidden Gem, Ingrid Goes West, starring Aubrey Plaza and uh Elizabeth Chick Olsen. from the X-Men. Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. She's from X-Men, right? She's
1: from the Avengers. She's Scarlet Witch.
0: Oh, that's right. Right, right. Not X-Men. But she is of the X-Men universe. Her character is. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah.
1: You know what I mean, though. <laughs> yeah, she, she's, she's been in a lot of great stuff. Yeah. I remember uh, I, always mech, mi- I always mix up the order of the names, but was it like Mary Macy, May Marlene or whatever, the movie about the girl that was in the cult? Oh, yeah. That was, like, I don't know if that was her first sort of breakout yeah. film on sort of on the indie circuit, but I remember seeing that and being deep, deeply disturbed by it, but also just being, like, whoa, and kind of not really making the connection that she was just, like, a younger sister, is it, you know?
0: Is a non-twin Olsen? Yeah, and
1: I was just, like, oh, that kind of makes sense but then she's just been like having a a, like a great career you know she's just like in fantastic movies
0: and i feel like this movie is no exception from my yeah i i this is
1: a good movie it's uh it's very unsettling it's it's interesting that you chose you're like hey these are the movies we've got this week yeah because i've had been having okay before i'm getting way too far ahead of myself plot of the movie yeah have you not heard of this movie and you're listening. I is, feel like
0: most people probably haven't. It's not that popular.
1: Yeah, it seems kind of under the radar. Uh, Aubrey Plaza plays a girl who uh, is—I don't even know how to like. We don't know a lot about her. We know that her mom. Well, okay, so it starts off. Actually, we don't. We still don't really know what's. Well,
0: we haven't. I have an idea anyway. Yeah. But it starts off that she is seemingly uh, looking through Instagram and just obsessed with. Instagram or social media or what have you. I think mm-hmm. it's Instagram, though. And, it's uh, Instagram. And uh, seeing what appears to be her friends getting married, and she's sobbing uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. One would assume that she was not invited or she wasn't there or whatever. It, right. At first, when
1: I first watched the scene, I thought it was her ex, you know, was yeah, getting married. I, yeah. And I so, actually thought that it was the end of the movie being shown at the beginning of the okay. movie. Well so she shows up at this wedding and is We re- didn't even know she's just there. We didn't you don't know that she's there when she's looking at the photos. Right. And then then you realize she's sitting in a car outside of the wedding. Yeah,
0: and she just shows up in like non-wedding clothing. She she's looks like, pretty rough. "Thanks for the invite, bitch" or something like that and it's then it's like than that. maces the <laughs> bride drops, in drops the eye. Word. Oh yeah. Um, and that's all you really know and then you come to find out that they don't know her. Yeah. She was just following
1: them on, on Instagram and thought that they were friends. Well, it kind of the the only thing that's sort of revealed to you is in the beginning is basically her her mother has passed away s- seemingly recently, but that she at one point she says that uh in one of her letters, like she's narrating her sort of emails or messages to this this girl, her yeah. name's Charlotte, throughout the whole movie. She basically says like you were the only one that like reached out to me when right. when my mother passed away. Right. Which is the I mean based on what happens in the rest of the movie like who knows what the actual reality of it is but yeah basically koji koji summarized it pretty well it's like she she kind of wigs out on this woman and she gets tackled and then it kind of cuts and we see her in uh and she's been institutionalized and she's being heavily medicated and uh you know she's kind of narrating it this is all the the opening minutes of the movie she's like you know i feel much better i've realized that i have like you know i have some issues i need to work through but i'm finding like inner peace and all this stuff and uh everything seems really great and then she gets released and the second she gets released she like takes her phone out gets back on it and within like basically within 24 hours she finds this new sort of figure to obsess over like and an it's Instagram socially. Yeah. It, like an Instagram famous person. And it's basically like a very searingly accurate and, and very timely uh, portrait of the whole like hashtag best life and like people you know, curating how they, their image to the world and people thinking that that it's like reality tv on steroids it's like people you know you post a photo of your avocado toast and and people are just like oh like this person eats so fucking hell it's this beautiful photo everything that you show other people makes it look like your life is just consistently amazingly awesome all the time yeah um and uh it kind of the plot of the movie basically follows her i would call it like a downward spiral into like A more increasingly disturbing level of well she kind of like single white females the yeah Instagram person and that but and she has a lot of money because she's recently just her mother's left her all this money and she basically takes it all out in cash and decides she's going to move across the country and become friends with this person
0: Right, and she lives in ice cube son's apartment Um, (laughs) uh, but anyway yeah so the without giving too much away you kind of find out that everyone in this movie, like you already know that she's crazy mm-hmm. and kind of full of shit and like putting on a persona. Mm-hmm. But it, it then becomes clear that nobody is who they say they are mm-hmm. in this entire film, except for maybe ice Cube's son mm-hmm. whose name escapes me. Dan. Yeah. Dan something. He loves Batman.
1: Um,
0: which is interesting.
1: Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's really it's it's interesting because it you know right because of how it opens, there's a consistent feeling of you're un I was unsettled. Yeah, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop for the whole movie, but at the same time they do treat some of it in a humorous way. Like if it, I can imagine that the way that people watch this movie, the way that they react, kind of says something about their relationship to social media because I. I would hazard a guess to say that the large percentage of people that won't see this movie or wouldn't see this movie that fit into the category of the characters that they're kind of skewering here. Yeah. Have you been to Joshua Tree? Yeah. Like there's so many, like it, it starts off hilariously cliche. Like they just nailed every single bit of it. And the fact that they narrate and say out loud, like praying hands emoji, like it's like, you know, um, Like fucking, I can't even think of examples right now. I'm so like, there's so many of them. You're just inundated with these like very cliche like, you know, you're in your thrift shopping, you get somebody else to take a photo of you, and it's just like, you know, uh, like fab finds something, 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 like, and then like a little like emoji, emoji, like hashtag something, something, and it's just like, even her her husband, the character that she's obsessing over, her husband is like this painter, and he paints hashtags into like. Found, found, found art, artwork. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting because it starts off that way. Hashtag but, squad life or whatever it is. Yeah. But the but the more you watch it, the less it. The more disturbing it becomes. Like, and they really like it. They really turn heel, and it starts like kind of as like a comedy about like the ridiculousness of what social media and in particular Instagram has kind of done to society. Yeah. But. Then it gets like really fucked up. Like, well, like, so it's pretty. It's pretty. It gets pretty dark. One like, of the by reasons the end of the movie, it's very dark.
0: I really like this movie, is because at first you kind of you are waiting for the other shooter drop, and you feel bad for the Instagram girl. You're like, this crazy person stalking her. And like, I didn't really
1: feel bad for her. Well, I'll be honest. I
0: felt bad for her at first, in that like, or uncomfortable. Like, here's this crazy person stalking her. But then, very quickly after you start to get that feeling they turn it on you and you realize that she's just a social climber she doesn't care yeah like you think that she's genuinely trying to be a good friend to ingrid i
1: didn't think that
0: well i feel like at first like she's like oh because like all the stuff they do in the beginning they don't need to she doesn't need to do it's not like ingrid is anybody that's going to help her she's just kind of like well you know she doesn't know that yet well let us cook you dinner let us like and then and then you know, let's have some wine and whatever. And then she buys a painting and she's like, oh, you know, like we're doing this thing, let's hang out and like we'll, we'll whatever. But as soon as she realizes that there are other people out there that can help her and Ingrid isn't really what all is that? that helpful, she's just like, she doesn't say anything. But she's slowly like, oh, you know, I'm not really going to go to that party. I don't think I'm just going to hang out with this person. And
1: then they all go. Yeah, I guess I guess for me, the reason I didn't necessarily feel that way is because for me, the way the movie is framed right out of the gates is that it's pointing out how. And this is kind of what I mean about the audience is that like, there's no way that in the first couple minutes of the movie, when you see her looking at this person's feed. Yeah. Like, you know, what type of you know i'm gonna make a sweeping generalization here and i'm not saying it makes somebody evil but you know exactly what type of person it is you know like when you see her photos you're like oh this person is probably pretty fake you know like but and and then you find out immediately when she first meets them after kidnapping the dog that whole fiasco she's like she walks in and she's like what do you guys do for money and she's like oh she's a photographer but like all that she does is sell stuff on instagram sell, sell stuff on instagram which kind of tells you right away. I mean, like more power to you, but you're just kind of like, oh, so that immediately, to me, invalidate. Like all of those posts is just like, she's making money basically to be like, oh, go to this restaurant. Oh, like go do here. You know? oh,
0: I assume that what, that's what she was doing. But in my mind at first, I thought she was just kind of like, um, how do I put this? Like she was, she doesn't, she didn't really there was no, no sort of, like, willful... Malice? Yeah, there was, not even not, not even just malice, but, like, it wasn't calculated, if you know what I mean. Like, I, I, I thought she was yeah, just doing it. She's like, you know, a hot girl on Instagram, like, oh, you know, people want me to sell this stuff and I can make money so
1: I don't have to work? Yeah, sure. That's like, so Claire, weird. Like, I Claire, honestly... I, I genuinely picked up a totally different vibe. Like, literally, as soon as they introduced this character, like, when you see her on Instagram, I was yeah. like, this is trouble. And then, and then it turned out to be trouble because she's... Just kind of a bitch, like she's like, not a very nice person. I
0: guess I thought she was would be more of a of like a bimbo as a more po- of a victim. Yeah. in a Situation. Well, as, as opposed to somebody who's like super
1: calculating about turning it into a business, you know, like yeah. I mean, but but it, that that's the thing. I I find it hard to believe that any of the people in real life that do that are not calculated about it. That's like just. I think that just reflects my feeling about it. It's right. like that's why I was saying like I don't think it's evil, but it's just like anybody that realizes like, you know, I'm attractive Mm -hmm. just for, for example, that's one example, but like, they're just like, Oh, I have 200, 300,000 followers. Like it's, it's no different than an pro athlete selling me their shoe, which, which totally works on me. And I understand why it works on me. It's just like, I don't think that it's accidental, you know, even if their image is that of being a bimbo. It's like there's no there's no way Well, so the only time that that was exposed kind of maybe for what it was was Eric Andre when Eric Andre interviewed uh, Have you seen that Eric Andre interviews the the hot chicks of Instagram or whatever? No, he just does a series of interviews with like Lindsay Payless and uh, I can't even remember the other ones, but I mean it's Eric Andre so anybody would be thrown off that didn't know who he was. But it's like exactly what you would expect, but just on steroids. And he basically is just like, they don't know how to handle it. Like, they're just I don't know what they're expecting. Maybe they're expecting, I think, what's kind of funny about it, it. And it is sort of like, I guess, at their expense. But it's like, you get the feeling that they went into an interview thinking that it would be a way to increase their... So, you know, social currency, so yeah. to speak, like so but it almost has the opposite effect. So it's right. kind of like they show up expecting this interview and it's Eric Andre doing what he does and they're just kind of like, "Uh, okay." I don't know, it's weird. It's weird vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But I will say this though. Yeah. What I was going to say initially when you were talking about when I was I was like, "Oh, it's interesting you recommended this." Is that I think that um this co- I've this come up in conversation a lot recently where I'm kind of tired of how much negativity there is around the future and technology in particular in relation to technology. Um, you know, there's a lot of dystopian, like, don't get me wrong. I loved Blade Runner and I love all of these sci-fi movies, but, um, you know, the the most recent super hot thing that everybody's kind of being like, oh, have you watched this yet? Is Black Mirror. And I think there's just like this, maybe it's just the, the climate right now, how people feel, there's a lot of crazy shit going on, but it it kind of bothers me on a level where I feel like it's kind of like the secret. It's like when you, when when we, it's good to be cautious and to consider the pitfalls or the negative aspects of something. But like when all we are doing seemingly is focusing on all of the terrible horrible things that could happen, you know, like worst case, as disturbing as we can get. Yeah. And that, and that is fine. But when it dominates like 85% of pop culture right now, like it's rare. When was the last time you saw a movie like meet the Robinsons, like that Disney movie where it was about time travel and inventors. And it was just like a very lighthearted, optimistic, you know, like your imagination, you know, like your imagination will take you to all these crazy places. Like it's all about like how these things can be used in the most twisted, you know, sadistic ways and how they're going to be, they basically signal the crumbling of like society and all of this horrible shit. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm getting a bit exhausted by it. Like it's just kind of overwhelming. And, and I think that's why, you know, things like Elon Musk investing in, you know, like there's, there's, there's certain people, a few people out there that are like, listen, it's not all bad and here are the good things we can do. And everybody's so quick to just be like, But
0: don't you think it's a reflection of what's happening right now? Like, and I say that because technology seems to be booming and everyone like current tech, no one's afraid of it, right? Like you, maybe some people will look in the future and be afraid, but like VR is booming. Mm -hmm. Cryptocurrency is booming. Mm -hmm. Fucking, you know, Elon Musk, electric cars are booming. Like all this stuff, self-driving cars are, are like becoming more of reality. And so like, things are so positive that people are waiting for the other shoe to drop and so that's why these things have come out because like there's not been a lot of negative techno news
1: well i guess yeah that's true to an extent but i i'm using technology as a as a way to sort of refine my point but like i think just everything in general like gmo you know like what we're doing in the environment there's a lot of horrible stuff happening but like i feel like people are like take social media for example. This movie is really interesting because it kind of tackles that. But mm-hmm. well, you know, I mean, but it ends in a way where she's just like, "Oh, the ending is amazing. now." I, now I got it. The endings. The ending yeah. is great. I don't even want to ruin it because it's it's good. You really think it's going one way, and it does not go that way. Yeah. But. Uh, uh, and that's kind of bleak. It has a kind of the ending is <laughs> has it you it it it's going one direction where i'm like oh cool this like has kind of a nice message but then yeah. it's not what you think it is really at all but well, like, you, you don't know. take it well yeah you don't know but the fact that that was like yeah re- re- a reward almost you know it's yeah. like it's it's kind of fucked up anyway but i just mean um you know i i everybody is connected right now it's, you know with the internet like everybody's mm-hmm. connected and i kind of the argument that I always use or the point I make is it's kind of like the landline phone like when I was growing up and you still had to like call your friends on a landline phone cell phones weren't really like ubiquitous yet or anything like that and it was sort of uh, you know if you're having dinner with your family and somebody's calling on your landline phone your parents just don't answer the phone or you're playing a board game or you know you're just you're occupied you're doing something you don't answer the phone and then you know maybe it goes to voicemail whatever the point is Mm -hmm. you're not obligated just because you have a landline phone to answer that phone right right? um however if you don't have a landline phone at all you're like disconnected like there's that that sets you back in modern society i would say or at the time like significantly like it's it's very you can't be reached it's very difficult yeah the internet is kind of the same thing in that i feel like because we can now carry these things with us everywhere people are offended or they get upset and they feel like there's an obligation. Like, I, you know, it happens all the time and and I've said it. I'm like, sometimes I just don't answer, you know, like you just don't pick up because, or you text. Like people want this shit immediately, immediately. They're like, I texted you. Now there's like features where you can see if somebody's read your text. And if somebody's read your text and they don't respond, fucking, there's going to be hell to pay. You know what I mean? It's like, because the speed and the accessibility has increased, people expect that it's just an expectation. It's just a given that people should be responding at the same rate. And so what we're now seeing is things like people are like, I I just need to like take a break from Facebook. But when people take a break from Facebook, it's like the equivalent of taking a break, like just unplugging a landline phone back in the day. Yeah. And people, it's easier for people to take an extreme action, like removing themselves from it instead of just... Regulating their use, you know, its use. You know what I mean? Like, so right. this whole social media thing about people getting addicted to it, I understand that it's a problem. And this movie highlights a lot of, you know, I, I, it's it's weird. It's very relevant and it's very timely and it's very important. I think that people see it because it, you know, it shows it, it addresses a lot of these issues. But I just think it's exhausting that and and kind of a little bit frustrating that, like with most things, because people are unable to. Uh, or unwilling to or unable to for whatever reason to like take the steps themselves they take the the further step and they're like this is why social media is bad you know this is why advertising like advertising like there's just so much crazy shit happening on the internet and people are being broken down and worn down and they like can't put up the fight themselves so they just have to like shut it out you know what I mean like yeah I, I don't know it's kind of Maybe it's hypocritical, and I, I again, it's kind of an unpopular opinion, but I just, I don't know, it's weird. I just, you know, just don't fucking just use it the way you want to use it, you know? Like, if, if, if it's too much for you that you're just being inundated with this stuff, just fucking, you don't have to delete it. <laughs> so, but here's what's interesting about that, okay?
0: Imagine you got a job mm-hmm. somewhere, Like, I think society's just changed along with like, you know, how you were saying before, if you didn't have a phone, it was just like fucking weird. Yeah. Right. You, I think as society, society's expectations change, you kind of have to change with them or potentially get fucked. Like imagine Mm -hmm. you were going interviewing for a job or, you know, you're meeting with a company Mm -hmm. that you're going to do their creative or whatever. And you're like, Oh no, I don't have email though. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I don't have an email address. Sorry. Like you're gonna have to call me or fax me or, do whatever. Like I just don't. They'd be like, no, yeah, that that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, but but I, I'm
1: I'm I'm like, you have to kind of keep up with it or get fucked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm just saying that we can we can to an extent. I don't think it, I'm just saying shades gray. It doesn't need to be extreme. Like if you feel like, uh, peop- your privacy is being invaded because you have a Facebook account. Yeah. Just just be more selective about what you're sharing. You know, it's right. even in this movie, her husband is kind of like. I like my privacy and i don't like people knowing all this stuff and he's perfectly able to do that yeah. in this movie he like exists and it causes some friction in their relationship but he's also the kind of fucked though too yeah uh, in of course. his own way but but yeah totally but i just mean like that's that does exist like there is there is a middle ground like you don't if, if but you have
0: to set the expectation i guess that's course, all, that's yeah. all it is is because like if everyone expects when, when, if you send someone an email, the expectation is within 24 hours, you're going to have thought that they've read it and w- potentially responded to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe even less than that. But, it, and if you, if, if you are outside of that timeline, like people, like people are going to get upset unless you say to them specifically, like, look, this is what I, this is how I give operate? me 48 hours to respond. to your Yeah. Email yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, like at one point in the office, uh, my old office, I set a. A reminder, like not a reminder, an auto reply that says I only respond to emails between 12 and 4 PM or something like that. And at first people were like, what are you doing? But eventually people would just only email me between 12 and 4 PM. And it was fucking perfect. But you just got to let them know beforehand. That's all. But speaking of Uh, everything being connected, mm. uh, this other movie that we were looking at Geostorm, uh, which I think is a true, you got to love it. Yes. Uh, Is about... (laughs) Which is fascinating. The follies of the future. It is. And everything being connected to the point where we control weather using satellites that are all connected to one another. And something has seemingly gone awry. That's really all you need to know about the movie.
1: Real quick, though. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza did a great job. Oh, yeah. And the fact that this movie went under the radar, I feel like she needs to get some sort of recognition because I think she... I think she did a really good job. Yeah. Have so you seen
0: she, Legion yet, by the way? No. Oh, okay.
1: Shouts Aubrey Plaza.
0: Get on that. Okay.
1: Sorry. Okay, back to She's Geostorm. She's really good in that, too. Geostorm. Yeah. Gerard Butler, Ed Harris, Andy Garcia, Yeah. to name a few, right? Yeah. An effects budget that must have just been stratospheric because this ain't no fucking I, Sharknado, B-movie. I B think they movie. Had $200 million to make this movie. This movie looks insane. And it feels like one of those direct-to-DVD movies. And how they how they accomplished that, I do not know.
0: Well, so it is essentially There's like... There's so many things in this movie.
1: There's so many. The There's Day so many After
0: things. Tomorrow or... Um, it, it, it's disaster porn is what it is, right? Like, essentially, uh, it is about... Uh, because we have uh, degraded the ozone layer and all that so much in the future um, weather has gotten out of control and the earth is about to destroy itself when a scientist comes up with this plan to put up a net of satellites around the world to control the weather who's the scientist by the way? Gerard Butler that's right Yeah. uh, fast
1: forward 10 years later I think it's 10 years? no it's like 3 years Oh you mean after the after he gets uh, fired? Well, after he just dis- he creates the satellites and then gets fired the I mov- think it's only three years
0: the, the, the like majority of the movie takes place whatever. years later. yeah, the satellites are up and running and Earth is safe, but all of a sudden they find this uh, village in the middle of Afghanistan of the desert and the entire village is just completely frozen. That dog is driving me nuts. Um,
1: <laughs> wow. Kiba just slapping it around. Yeah, literally right after you said the dog is driving me nuts, she was calmly just sitting there chewing the bone, and then after you said driving me nuts, she just took her paw and just <laughs> just whacked it across the floor. Oh okay. man. Yeah, it uh okay, so fuck man. Where to start? Where to start? I had a lot of trouble with this one, which is weird because I don't want the only good thing to say that I say to be that the effects and the sets were crazy because that's too easy. Yeah, but the effects are crazy. Like it's like it's it's there are a couple notable exceptions, but for the most part it feels like a genuine summer blockbuster with like a full legit effects budget. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like it's insane the stuff that that they show in this movie the space station, like everything looks Great, yeah. but you don't give a shit. Oh, it's I, so boring. I lied. It made it was 120 million it cost to me It's boring. That's what's crazy. That, I think that's what bothered me the most about this movie and why I struggled with it so much. Why I struggled to love it is that there's one scene that I thought was cool, and the rest of them were so, so cliche and so textbook. Okay, so that you just couldn't. It just he, did. You just didn't. Here's I, the thing. It's this, hard to pay attention. It's hard to focus.
0: This is what I liked about this movie. Um at first I was like, I can't stand this movie <laughs> like I can't fucking stand it. Everything Kay. is so paint by numbers that it's T- just like tell me how you got dro- past that drove me nuts. but like 20 minutes in, like after, okay, I gotta say this first off I, I keep getting trailed off but like there's so many things that I'm remembering that like ugh. first of all, it opens with exposition mm-hmm. right There's like a a monologue over shots of disasters you know, things so you can get caught up to the timeline. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. (laughs) It's about uh, this guy's daughter. Gerard Butler's daughter is telling us the story of how the earth came to be.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I got a better idea for you. Mm -hmm. She's in class. Yeah. You know, talking and they're, they're teaching the history of how the earth came to be. And, um, she's like, no, it was my dad who did it. It wasn't this guy. Yeah. But but everyone's like, no, she's a liar, or whatever, whatever. Then you come to find out that her dad actually did do it, but was fired, whatever. Like, that's, that would be way better than this exposition, right? Yeah. Just put it in context of the movie, you know, instead of just, like, voiceover, here you go. Yeah, lazy. Pretty, super lazy. Super lazy. But that that was sign one that it was going to be bad. Then there was, all, like, cliche after cliche after cliche. Within was in the first, like, as many sex scenes as there were in the room, there were cliches within the first 10 minutes of this movie. Every shot. And... Immediately after the first 10 minutes, I was like, oh, wait, if you approach this, if you approach this movie as a parody of 90s disaster disaster movie movie," or like 90s,
1: 2000s disaster movies,
0: it's fucking genius.
1: (laughs) It's like, I didn't even, I didn't have the energy to do that,
0: but it's it's so genius. Like if you. Okay,
1: yeah. I, I will say that if you like bad movies,
0: you know, if you're one of those people that likes movies that are so bad, they're good. Amanda loves this movie. Yeah, if you walk <laughs> into a movie...
1: Oh, you talked to her about it? She con- she commented when I said didn't love it. She was yeah. just like, I lost it during this movie. I yeah, because
0: yeah. Yeah, if you walk into this movie thinking like, okay, this is just going to be an amazing, like, homage to disaster movies. Like, it's so... Because pr- it, it's like... Hits literally every base that every other disaster movie is hit. And like some of them hit like, you know, let's just say there's a list of 20 check boxes. Some of them are like, we'll do like six or seven at most. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is, right? Like, you know, a strange father. Okay, check. Uh, scientist who is on your side that gets murdered partway through. Like you think he's the answer and he gets murdered. Okay,
1: check. Yeah, Yeah. feuding brothers or family members that need to come together to save...
0: Right, like Independence Day when, um, (laughs) you know, Jeff Goldblum and his dad, right? Perfect, check. You know, and there's a a couple of these that, like, pop up in all these... But this movie literally hits every single one.
1: And Koji's not exaggerating because day after tomorrow, climate change, everything's becoming frozen, right? Because of these crazy storms. Fucking... Volcano it's a volcano like all of these movies have these specific things this movie Has all of them it yeah. ha- it combines them in ways you've never seen before there's Tidal waves there's tidal waves that freeze and create a wall of ice that you cannot escape that literally is freezing people as they're running away yeah. there's gas mains exploding. There's extreme heat waves that kill people like millions of people in like one day There's fucking earthquakes. There's to- storms of tornadoes multiple tornadoes yeah in one storm it's, it's giant not... lightning bolts that destroy buildings oh yeah it's it's it has all oh, of hail them. the hail oh yeah the hail was crazy yeah giant yo fuck yeah. it's yeah it's um but yeah there's like the like and given the cast you would think
0: like okay you know what it, it's a little over the top it's a little like, like michael bay like
1: i'm the goddamn president of the yeah. united states of america Unexpected. A oh, unexpected! I didn't- but the the turn, the Ed Harris turn, also
0: like the most obvious thing. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah. The <laughs> most obvious thing that you could possibly think of to do. It's like you know who the the turncoats are before. Like the security, the security guy on the space station comes out with a gun. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's
1: the guy. Like obviously, he's not the guy. It's yeah. too early for that reveal. Yeah. Like everything is just so. Uh- I, Amazing. I, I, there, and there's really only one moment where they acknowledge that, which is when Gerard Butler shows up, uh, and the 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 nerdy guy is just like, "Oh, good, an American." Like he just you know, like yeah. it's like this international space station full of people from all over the world that yeah. are all super hyper qualified, speak multiple languages, and then it's just like a guy from like California who. Is not really convincing as the character in the first place. Yeah, who's usually in action movies is the scientist that's going to save the day, and he just like comes on board, and this guy's just like, "Oh yeah, great, uh, yeah, that figures." Like the they send up one person to help us, and it's just a, a lone American man. Well, white, I was also white thinking male. about that.
0: Did you ever did you think about this when the scene happened? When he's on the rocket on the way to the space and station, there's nobody else on it's it. It's empty. I'm like, yeah, that's the most expensive possible thing. Yeah. Like it, it
1: was ridiculous, um, but they also do have a web of tiny satellites surrounding the entire globe that they can use pinpoint accuracy to control like, the weather? control weather. So, yeah, but yeah, the, I mean the concept oh, is not his his reason for the
0: the programmer's reason for being a turncoat money. Is, is just like well of course they're paying you know like they don't pay me anything and the, the whoever offered me a hundred times my salary it, it's just like such like a uh, what's that
1: movie like Fire Down Below or um, Under Siege such a, like a line from Under Siege I was just like oh my yeah. god and then the follow up well there's not going to be like a planet for you to spend it on if you like, like as if you wouldn't figure that out like yeah. it's just like oh no it's going to be fine don't worry yeah it's uh I don't know like there was some unsuccessful attempts at trying to maybe break with cliche you know like the secret service the wife that's a secret service agent who's kind of the action hero in this one you know it's a woman yeah uh, you know the, there was sort of a diverse ethnically diverse cast but like still like pretty much anybody that isn't white is kind of relegated to a very minor support role or gets killed. Um, but like initially it kind of seemed like I was like oh this is going to be like kind of an interesting Yeah And and I do think that as corny as it is I still could have enjoyed the plot If they just hadn't If there, were, if there weren't so many other horrible Horribly It's not even horrible It's just like you said it's cliche It's just boring Like it's like it's predictable to an extent That makes it not enjoyable to watch at all And like the idea that to solve weather or solve climate change and the problems we've caused, we create this, like, this, this network. But in doing that, we create essentially the most powerful weapon that, like, the world has ever seen. And then somebody obviously wants to weaponize it. Yeah. Is not a terrible idea for, for a movie. You know what I mean? Right. Like, But it's just, like, the execution I don't know it's just weird it was it was hard to love it was just so middle of the road that I couldn't oh I loved it I couldn't love it and I couldn't hate it though either I was just like nah this is just I loved it because of how ridiculous it
0: like like I I know I've hit this home so many times but it's just like you don't normally it's almost like eating a pizza with literally every single topping on it (laughs) you know like you you, one would never do that but like (laughs) just just for the experience to say that you've done it is like it's pretty impressive
1: shit's crazy man what's yeah. your
0: favorite disaster movie um i don't like disaster movies to be Dante's honest Peak. Or, you know? uh maybe twister twister is a good one good yeah. one for sure yeah there's
1: there's a lot of them out there there are and to be honest, i like i find them kind of boring because it's not Yo, you know it was cool though in this one what? the one shot that i thought was cool was in brazil when the tidal, the freezing tidal wave, it like hits the beach and everybody's getting frozen solid. And that woman runs across the road, and then it shows that shot looking up at her, like a worm's eye view. Yeah. And then you see the darkening of the clouds, and a fucking plane has been frozen out of the air and like hits, like crash, like lands on the alley, so that the wings break off on the buildings, and it's like an airplane chasing her. Yeah. Like, not that something like that has never been done before, but it was like the one scene where I was kind of like, oh, that's sort of cool, disaster porn.
0: Oh, you know what else? This is interesting, actually, as far as disaster movies are concerned. Although, I don't know if I would consider this a disaster movie, but it's on a list that I'm looking at. Contagion? No. Cloverfield.
1: Oh, yeah. Cloverfield is enjoyable. Yeah, that's...
0: I like that movie a lot. That's
1: good. Did you like Contagion? Did you see it? I don't remember. It freaked me out. Because <laughs> it's less about natural disaster and more about a epidemic that kills, like, fucking, like, two-thirds of the world's population or something crazy like that. Yeah. But done in a way that is not, like, a zombie movie. Like, it feels, like, legit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't hate disaster movies, but it's hard to think of one that's, like, really... I don't know. Because, well, I mean... Does the Lost World count? Very
0: rarely (laughs) are they character-driven. You know what I mean? So it's just... Yeah. You're just looking at, you know, the world getting destroyed or something, and it's just not fun. But anyway, uh, I think now is probably a good time to talk about uh, our recommendations. So
1: why don't you go first? uh, Recommendations? Hmm. Hmm. Unprepared. Uh, Shit, dude. I don't even fucking know. Well, I'm probably going to go music. Got it. I totally got it. And I'm pretty excited about it. Well, I'm pretty excited about what I'm about to recommend. Clearly not that excited or you wouldn't have forgot about it in the first place. Well, I just, let's look, okay, it's been a minute. It's been, it's just extended a period of time since we did one of these and I, to be completely honest with you, I'm tired and forgot that that was something I need to prepare for. Mm. Kimbra, musician, Kimbra, pop singer, so I don't even know what you wanna, how you would classify her, how she desires to be classified, but um, I guess she kind of became famous. Most people would know her as doing backup vocals or featuring on that Gautier song. Somebody I used to know. Yeah. Um, but in her own right, in fact, I like it significantly, several orders of magnitude more as she does. Like she just makes like fun pop music sometimes it kind of has a dark undertone but she's released a couple albums she has a new album that was supposed to come out but it uh, like last week I think or that's when it was originally slated that was my understanding but it's been delayed till April uh, but she's released a couple singles off of it and maybe we can cue one of them up what like one of them is is pretty sick it sounds like she's like sampled Ghost in the Shell like mm-hmm. the ghost in the shell Interesting. chanting she hasn't it's actually just vocals that she's recorded that are in the background but it's just like weird uh i would say it's still definitely very accessible it's not like she hasn't gone like full fk twigs or something like that where it's like right. amazing but it's like really out there um it's like easy to digest and it's very catchy but it still has like a i think i would say like more of a level of sophistication than most mainstream pop music. But okay. uh yeah, cool music videos, cool songs, excited for the album and also she's coming to Toronto. So if you listen to this immediately when we put it up and you and you like the song that's at the end of this, there's still tickets available for February 1st, I believe. Um at the Mod Club. She's she's performing in Toronto. So yeah, we'll queue up a new Kimbra song. Nice. Yeah, it's it's good stuff.
0: Well, my recommendation is also music. It was the album we were just listening to before we started. This Tiny Moving thing. Parts? Yeah, Tiny Moving Parts. Uh, what's the album called? The album is Swell. called Swell. Um, and it's actually interesting. Uh, it is a stitched up hand with a pinky missing. Holding a cigarette is the album cover. But all of the singles that they've released yeah. like in record form are... Pieces of the hand, yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. But uh, anyway, the album, it—I mean, clearly, if you know me, you probably know that it's going to be some sort of like emo revival, emo revival. But yeah. uh, I would say that of all their albums, it's probably my favorite, and it's probably the most accessible, anyway. So worth checking out, worth listening to. Um, How are we going to decide which song to queue up? Well, we'll we'll queue up yours. They can search Tiny Moving Parts. I think they should watch the video for caution uh, on YouTube because uh, just like watching janitors rock out in a high school is kind of funny. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's it. Uh, Wait, we know what we're going to do next week, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's give the people a little sneak so maybe they can check it out, too.
0: Before that, actually, also download buns and Google Play, Apple App Store, trade for stuff. I recently... Had a party at my house. May, uh bought eight pizzas from a local pizza place down the street called Oak Park Deli. Shout out Oak Park Deli. Delicious pizza. You can Real attest good. to that. Real good. Um, but I had three full pizzas left over from the party and I bunsed one. There you go. And uh, they brought some other snacks for uh, our party goers to eat, which was pretty cool. What kind cool. of snacks? Um, some like energy drinks and Cheetos.
1: Cool. Was so like? Seems like a pretty fair trade.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It was fine. I mean, I wasn't. Gonna, <laughs> I just wanted someone to eat the pizza. Yeah. I, I basically told them like, if, if that's if
1: you, if you can come over here and get it, it's yours. I I love that about buns. That like people can like food waste is obviously a problem, but like you see in the summer and the spring when like people have like fruit trees or whatever that are blooming and they're just like, I've picked three baskets off of my cherry tree, and if you don't come pick the other thousands of cherries they're just gonna make my deck stained red so you know like it's it's like in some cases almost not even trades they're just like yeah like it's great great platform yeah yeah i think
0: it's uh amazing for stuff like that so yeah check it out uh, Buns.com, apple app store google play store now next week we are going to be
1: watching the snowman Michael Fassbender, a thriller. That's the, you gotta love it. Cause that movie got fucking t- trashed. Do you know anything about it? Uh, only that it got trashed. I love Michael Fassbender and it looks like the, t- it looks like a gone girl type thing, but it just looks kind of also hard to take seriously because, or
0: like formerly known as, or not formerly known as, but like uh, a movie that Morgan Friedman would have been in. Yeah. You know Along what I mean? came a spider. Yeah.
1: The bone, bone collector. Right. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited to watch it because people trashed it, but it looked like something where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to take this seriously, but it looks like something I would otherwise enjoy. Um, and then for The Hidden Gem, what do we got for The Hidden Gem? The Hidden Gem is, what is it? A movie by the
0: name of, well, what did we decide? I'm like losing my mind now. I don't know. I can't remember
1: right oh, now either. Oh,
0: um, it is a Ben Mendelsohn, Ryan Reynolds movie.
1: Oh yeah, in about, a casino about degenerate gamblers.
0: Um, I'll tell you in a second. I'm just gonna look it up quickly because why
1: can't I remember the name? If you just do it all in post. Is it called The Gambler? No, that's Mark Wahlberg. Uh oh no! Why did I say Ben? It's Mendelsohn? called The Last Something, isn't it?
0: Uh, I don't know. Hold on. I guess I will do it in post. Oh my God! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> you know what I mean? This dog is like...
1: She's about to drop it.
0: Going the craziest on this bone she has ever gone during a podcast. Literally the loudest she could possibly be. Okay, the movie's called Mississippi Grind.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Mississippi Grind. Cool. Cool. Stoked. It's going to be good. Check it out. Also, I think we're probably going to be doing some Oscar-related viewings. um, Leading up to the Oscars? Leading up to the Oscars. So, probably... I don't even know if we need to specify which ones we're going to be watching, but I think there's a lot of hidden gems or movies that people haven't seen. Little, uh, out. uh, what was I going to say? Three Billboards, Florida Project. Yeah. A Phantom Thread. Ooh. Now that's, that's not a even PTA. Little Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. I, I mean, there's going to be a, there's going to be a lot to choose from in the coming weeks and, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Let's watch some movies. All right. Thanks
0: for checking it out, guys. Talk to you later.